SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listening to Scott Wetzel will give you a bad taste in your mouth. You call these bagels? It's Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel. Bagels and Bad Beats, it is on a Friday morning. Here's truly Scott Wetzel, six minutes past the hour, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time as we close out a week, uh, not hour, but week, well, hour two, uh, hour and week number two of August. 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. You want to email me, go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon. You can find the podcast there as well. And then if you want to get into a little YouTube chat, uh, you watch us on TV at SportsGrid uh, Radio and uh, just log on, and uh, there we are. So phone calls, emails, tweets, all welcome on this Friday. A couple of things there uh, just to begin the program, uh, hour number two with the uh, baseball stuff, basketball stuff, and hockey stuff. Hockey uh, last night, postseason continued. I told you three dogs win, Columbus, Carolina, Dallas, all coming out on top, although Dallas was basically pick them and maybe even a slight favorite, but they had lost game number one. They win their respective games, even their series at two. Vegas does beat Chicago in overtime 4-3, your lone overtime game as the Golden Knights take a 2-0 series lead. NBA, you had Portland advancing and uh, Memphis advancing to the 8-9 matchup. Memphis is the number nine seed as they have to beat Portland twice, first game on Saturday. Next one would be Sunday. Portland only needs to win once. Winner of that prevailing series will take on the Lakers in the first round. All the other matchups are set. Phoenix, unfortunately, or excuse me, uh, yeah, Phoenix, unfortunately, is left uh, outside looking in despite going 8-0 in bubble games. They beat Dallas yesterday, 128-102, but not enough for them to get in. The Spurs, no playoffs, snapping a 22-year streak. Don't know what happened with the Sun. That, that's going to be a fascinating story because, they actually had a pretty tough schedule for them to go 8-0 and in bubble play and play so poorly in those other games. What was it? Were they getting really better? Were the other teams not taking it seriously? Don't know. But Portland wins last night, 134-133. Calvin Levert for the Nets missed a shot at the buzzer. Had they would have won, Phoenix would have been in, Portland would have been out, but instead it's the other way around. So what can you do? And then baseball last night, Mookie Betts, we'll get into it here in a little bit. Not one, not two, but three home runs. Ties a major league record for most games already in his career with three homers. He has six. Sammy Sosa and Johnny Mize have six. They both played in twice as many games. Wow. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Now, back to Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel. You make the call. Past the hour, hour number. 
number two of our two-hour extravaganza here on Bagels and Bad Beats with yours truly, Scott Wetzel, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. Yes, you make the call. We like to do a couple of different things here on the morning show, Bagels and Bad Beats. I have a lot of different sayings, uh, some pop quizzes, popcorn radio, um, you know, uh, giving locks out, everything else. And every once in a while, I allow you guys to make the decision. Now, the audio, I will tell you, is not great. You know, so the video is probably a little bit better than the audio. But since this is radio and not TV, uh, we can only obviously do the audio. But did you guys, gals, see slash hear, more importantly, the Russian weightlifter break his knees? (laughs) I probably shouldn't be laughing, right? But uh, listen, if you're dumb enough to do it, then you deserve any kind of punishment that can be handed out. So this mope decides to uh, try and lift 800 pounds. He's a professional weightlifter. He holds, apparently, the all-time record. I don't know what it is. I don't know if this was – I didn't read into it that much. All I saw was weightlifter breaks both knees, and I said, I got to see that. So um, he's trying to deadlift 800 pounds. Listen, I don't care how big, how strong, how fat, how smart, how whatever you are, all right? You're not put on this earth to deadlift 800 pounds, okay? 100, 200, 300 you know, you want to stretch the four, okay? You want to carry my wife five, whatever the case may be. Uh, you want to carry all my bills, six or seven. But you're not designed to carry 800 pounds. So this moat from Russia says, screw that. I'm not listening to Wetzel. I don't even listen to his show. So give me the 800 pounds. You sure? Yeah. Positive? Yeah. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. Okay. So he decides to lift the 800 pounds, and the video is about 35 seconds. So you know what's happening, right? So I click on, and he gets it. He gets it off the bars. He lifts it up. He's, he's got it on his shoulders. I, you know, I'm waiting for this video. You know, we're down to 20 seconds. I'm going to hear these knees buckle here. You know, and he, he has it on his shoulders. If you know how to deadlift, and he actually raises his arms up in the air. Everything's looking good. We're down to about 15 seconds. I'm like, you know, could they have made a mistake? Were they wrong about this? Was it a surprise? Was it one of those flash hits where they put a headline that's not right with the story? Are they trying to make you watch this guy set a world record? I mean, what's going on? So he's got this bar, 800 pounds, four on each side, obviously, up in the air. And then with about five seconds left, he takes, for whatever reason, I don't know if he's trying to get the bar back on the brackets, but he takes a step forward. That causes his league, uh, his legs to buckle, and you hear this snap, both legs, and he crumbles to the ground in agony. He's lucky he didn't get crushed to death. You know, we're sitting here laughing at him, poor sap. But, you know, he's 800 pounds. You know, he's a big guy, obviously, but still, uh, that falls on his chest the wrong way. And, you know, he'll break his neck or he'll collapse his lungs for sure. So, you know, fortunately, that didn't occur. But the sound, you know, the the video is not great, but it's nothing, you know, he just kind of falls backwards. But it's hearing the knees buckle that really like, wow. Now, I don't know, especially with the, most of us being on terrestrial radio, I don't know how well you'll be able to hear it, but I'll leave it up to you because it is, you know, and I'm not squeamish about these things. I, I've watched it five times, but, you know, it is morning. It is uh, 16 minutes after the hour. Whether it's six o'clock, five o'clock, four o'clock, or three o'clock, depending on where you're listening to, it might be a little too queamish for you. I don't know with your bagels and then uh, and coffee in the morning, 
I'd like to think you guys could handle it, but you know, if I got a weak audience here, again, you know, I got a couple of wimps that are listening, you know, I'll leave it. You make the call. Do we play the audio or not without any guarantees on, on actually how uh, good it'll be? You know, every once in a while, I, I just, uh, you, know, you know, I know it's you know, nothing earth shattering here, but the, um, what's the best way to describe this? It just the fact that people are willing to lie sometimes just dumbfounds me. You know, you could have discussions and one thing, uh, one person thinks it's up and the next person thinks, no, it's really down. You know, mistakes could be made. You could see something and one person say, I think that's red. And the other person say, no, that that's blue. You know, you're, you're colorblind. But th there could be an honest to goodness, actual, you know, discrepancy on what the facts are versus just one person being completely wrong. So whenever I find a story that clearly is just one person being completely wrong, just just lying about it, it really does, you know, set me back a little bit like, wow, someone is just actually without a shadow of a doubt being a liar, just an absolute liar. And parents, you know, you teach your kids one thing, right? Two things, maybe the, the number two rules in, in life, right? Uh, be honest, don't cheat, don't steal, and you don't lie. You know, everything else will kind of fall under those parameters. So those are the, the, the two basics. Don't lie, cheat, uh, and, 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 you know, don't lie, and don't, don't cheat. So I bring it all up just because um, two days ago, there was a game in which an assistant coach in the NBA was going to be the head coach because uh, his team's head coach, uh, had to sit out the game with the uh, possible coronavirus. Uh, so Adrian Griffin is the guy's name for uh, the Toronto Raptors. So they win the game. They beat Philadelphia 125-121. Exciting game. Afterwards, Adrian Griffin, he's talking to the media and said, this is great. You know, for one night, I felt like Cinderella, his words. I had the glass slippers on. It was an awesome feeling. Tomorrow it's back to reality, meaning he'll be back to being the assistant coach. Uh, Nick Nurse will take back over again. But, you know, for 24 hours, and this is a guy that, that's uh, been in the NBA, used to play at Seton Hall, if you remember, uh, New Jersey fans, Adrian Griffin, pretty good ball player. So he had his little 24 hours moment in the sun being the head coach the other day. So he gets all this publicity. So his ex-wife, though, sees all this stuff and says, what the fudge? Uh, we're making this guy out to be the nicest guy in the world, when in reality he's anything but, according to her. She sends out a tweet that accuses him of basically everything under the sun, choking her when they were married, throwing her into a wall, locking her out of the house, sleeping around, giving her sexually transmitted diseases. I mean, you name it. She is writing it in his article that this guy apparently did when they were married. He, on the other hand, sees that. Of course, this is on Instagram, by the way. Uh, I mean, I'll read the almost verbatim what she wrote. How can someone continuously get away with abuse, almost take the life choking of them while they're on the floor, meaning her, almost passing out, throw them into a wall, making a hole as big as their body, dragging them across the lawn while pregnant, dragging them out of the house with their PJ, PJs on in zero below weather, um, throwing them out of the host, uh, house, uh, choking them. Uh, against the wall while their feet are off the ground, throw a four-foot ceramic vase at them that shatters an entire door, glass panel, breaks down, locks, gives them STDs, sleeps with prostitutes. I mean, on and on and on, right? He, on the other hand, responds and says, 
No, that didn't happen. This morning, accusations were made against me on social media by my former wife that I vehemently deny. We are involved in a longstanding legal dispute over alimony and child support arrangements. I'm disappointed to have to address these false accusations in this way, and I apologize for any distraction this may have potentially caused our team, the Raptors, at this important time. So back to the original notion. I mean, those aren't two misunderstandings. Those aren't, I think this is uh, blue, you think it's brown, I think it's black, you think it's white. This is like he either did this or he didn't. You don't, you know, mistakenly get STDs. You don't mistakenly get the thrown against the wall. You don't mistakenly have a glass vase thrown at you and breaking down windows and being dragged out of the house. I mean, it's just, again, it just amazes me that two people that, you know, you want to, I don't know who's, who's telling it. I no idea. I'm not even taking sides at all. She could be, he could be, but it just does amaze me that someone could lie that much that easily to get their point across, you know, I mean, is, is Adrian Griffin lying? Is the former wife really making some of this stuff up? I mean, it, it doesn't seem very hard to confirm if she had to go to the hospital for the STDs or I'm sure, you know, there's incidents, pictures maybe being taken, you know, police call. I mean, it's just, uh, again, you, you think you see the depths of how low people can go, but just being an out and out liar, what the two. Very, very, you know, all right, phone calls coming up next. Now we're number two, big with that. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel. Well, let's just pass it back to we, we, we don't make as many mistakes as he does. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's let him have a chance to come back. Let's do, we might as well do something coast to coast. That'd be fun. I love it. Well, they're coming here at some point later in the year, so a chance to get him back. But, you know, one of the big questions a lot of us have is will he be utilized the same way as a pass rusher in Seattle as he was in New York? Gosh, we're so simple here, you know, and, and basic that we probably won't get to any of that stuff. Uh, that, that might be a good idea. Thanks for bringing it up. Seattle <laughs> <laughs> Seagirls head coach Pete Carroll over on uh, Sports Radio 950 KJR Radio out of Seattle. Talking about Jets defensive coordinator Greg Williams' comments on Jamal Adams, who was traded to Seattle two weeks ago for, uh, among others, two first-round draft choices. little uh, West Coast, East Coast action here on Bagels and Bad Beats, which is not a bad thing to get the blood pumping. You know, anything, anything outside of coronavirus and will there be a season is a welcome conversation here and in most other places, believe it or not. So, uh, you know, though the Jets two weeks ago, Jamal Adams, uh, probably their best defensive player. A uh, bit of a, ba- a big mouth, thinks he's better than what he is. You know, was comparing himself to Tom Brady, begged out of the Jets, uh, finally got his wishes, traded two weeks ago to Seattle, two first-round picks in company. So he hasn't shut up, and neither have the Jets. And Jets defensive coordinator Greg Williams, who we all know from Bounty Gate, you know, he's not afraid of voicing his opinion, which is okay in my book, poked fun at the Seahawks defense when he was asked about, you know, how well does he think Jamal Adams will do in Seattle? He spoke to the media for the first time. So instead of saying, well, I don't know, it's not my concern. He's not my player anymore. I moved on, blah, 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 blah. 
know, then that's uh, beneath Williams to do that. So, so he responds and says that uh, it really doesn't matter. We're very multiple with how we do those things, meaning playing defense with the Jets compared to what they do in Seattle, poking fun at Seattle, saying that they do things very basic over there, which, quite frankly, separate issue, is what I'm all about. You know, some of these idiotic, moronic, cover three, cover four, cover five, cover one, two, you read this guy, you read that guy, that, that, that's not defense. That's why quarterbacks throw for 300 yards, because any Andy Dalton can throw in between those zones. It's very easy to do. That's why Tom Brady's still in the league at 45 years old. It's not because he can throw the football 80 yards anymore. All right, so you have Andy Dalton's and the Ryan Tannehill's of the world in the league because these cover schemes are jokes. They leave wide receivers wide freaking open. That's the one thing I do respect about Pete and that Seattle defense is they basically play man-to-man. You get a guy, pick your guy. We got a couple of defensive guys that are there playing back. Don't get me wrong. It's not straight man-to-man. But they keep it nice and simple versus defensive backs not knowing where to fudge they're going and making it so easy. So that said, Williams pokes fun at Seattle, and then you heard Pete Cal responding, you know, poking fun at, at the Jets. And, uh, you know, the kicker to it all is that they do play this year if there is a season week 14 out in seattle it's too bad it takes that long because there's going to be so many other storylines that'll be developed that might you know bump this story off the page versus if it was you know weeks number one two three four or even five um, by week 14 you know who's going to care but it will come up again no doubt so you know what that, that's good we mentioned this before there really aren't that many great rivalries in the NFL anymore. There, there really aren't. You have some provincial ones, you know, Jets, Giants, you know, maybe Rams, Chargers, if that's even a rivalry. You know, Dallas and Houston might be down in Texas, a bit of a rivalry. Um, you know, all the teams in Florida basically suck, so you want to say that's a rivalry. But, you know, give me a game. You know, Packers-Bears might be the one that, unless you're living in those particular cities, or are rooting against those teams because you're a Vikings fan or what have you, are you going out of your way to watch any of these games anymore? You know, the old great Dallas, you know, Washington Redskins rivalry, that's gone. You know, the the great Pittsburgh Steelers-Cincinnati Bungles rivalry, you know, with Marvin Lewis and company, uh, Pac-Man Jones, that's gone. Um, You know, San Francisco and the LA Rams from yesteryear, that's gone. Giants and Redskins or Giants and Cowboys or Eagles, that's gone. Dolphins, Jets, still pretty big around here, but nationally, forget about it. That's There really isn't. If I gave you carte blanche, you put any two teams against each other that you want to see because of a rivalry, not because, you know, you want to see Brady versus, you know, Drew Brees, but just because of the rivalry, there really isn't one in the NFL. I don't think, like I said, Bears, Packers might be the one. That still brings a little something to the table with the Bears being a little bit better these last couple of years, although not last year. But, you know, they're gone. So if, if we can get point B in a Jets-Seahawks rivalry, I'm all for it. I, you know what? So fire away, back and forth you go, and hopefully this will create a little buzz. I tell you, listen, we all know, guys, no offense, women, but uh, you're expensive. You know, come hook or crook, you're, you're paying the piper. One way or the other, whether it's a hooker, whether it's a date, whether it's this, whether it's that, but that comes with the territory. But uh, Seattle, speaking of which rookie corner, uh, Kernia Silveran may have set the record. This mope for being a, a mental bozo 
and just being, uh, you know, a dope. He spent perhaps over $600,000 for abroad yesterday or this week. 600000 Yes. Don't hear those stories about how uh, he only received a $2,000 signing bonus. He's a free agent, rookie, Oklahoma State, decent little program, cornerback. Every team in the world needs cornerbacks, so it's not like he's in a tough position to make the team. Has probably a pretty good chance of making the team. He decides he can't go a couple of weeks without having a little something, something on the side. He decides that despite the coronavirus, despite no college football, despite no St. Louis Cardinals baseball, despite the NBA and NHL having to play in bubbles, despite uh, the NFL, you know, worrying if there's going to be an upcoming season, he decides, you know what? I'm not buying into all that. I, I listen to Wetzel every single morning on Bagels and Bad Beats. He tells me it's not that, uh, you know, dangerous. So I'm going to try and bring him broad into my room. I get, I need some action. You know, this, uh, this Playboy magazine's not doing it anymore. I need the real thing. So he tries to sneak a female into the hotel room where he's staying. They get caught. Uh, that's bad enough. He also decides to dress the woman up in Seattle Seagirls gear, pretending that she's actually a football player. I don't know if she had full pads on, helmet. Maybe I'm, I'm assuming she did. Um, cleats. Maybe carrying a football, a little deflate gate to Tom Brady football. Maybe maybe a, a playbook. Um, I don't. All it says is that she was dressed up in Seahawks gear in an attempt to disguise herself as a football player. And he gets caught. What a mope. What an absolute dope. Now, he gets cut from the team. Pete's trying to make an example, saying, listen, it's us or the highway. So he gives up $2,000, Scott. Listen, that's, listen, it's a lot of money for one day for a little action. But, you know, we would probably all play close to that over the set of, yeah. I get all that. If everything's said and done, maybe it costs you a little bit more than that, even on a, a particular date to get a little something, something. But it's not just $2,000 he's giving up. If it was $2,000, we could laugh it off. No, he's given up the right to make league minimum. Rookie league minimum is not $2,000 in the NFL. It's not $50,000 in the NFL. It's not $100,000 in the NFL. It's not $200,000. It's not $300,000. It's not $400,000 in the NFL. League minimum for a rookie is not $500,000 in the NFL. League rookie minimum is not $600,000 in the NFL. 2020 rookie league minimum salaries $610,000. That's what he gave up. He didn't just sacrifice the $2,000 signing bonus. He gave up an opportunity to make over a half a billion dollars because he wanted to bring some broad into his room to get a little something, something because the local Playboy magazine wasn't getting the job done. Wow. You got to be really horny to do that. I mean, you just got to be an absolute kook to do that. A half a billion bucks to get some action. Are you kidding me? A $610,000 paycheck. You blew because you wanted to get something, something. Wow. That's stupid.
that is horny. I mean, you got to be pretty dumb. These athletes, I'll tell you what, you know what? You got to make the freaking team. You know, the season's going to start in, in, in a month, less than, less than a month. Practice. Worry about making the team, you know, versus going to such lengths to bring a female in. I mean, to dress her up in a Seagirls uniform, you know, I, I don't know, like I said, helmet, playbook, football, shoulder pads, you know, knee pads. I, I don't know what she was wearing, but dressed up, I mean, you got to be crazy. You pissed away a chance to maybe make over $600,000. And who knows? This guy may have made a team. Like I said, defensive backs in the NFL, uh, they're tough to come by. It's a tough position to play. Chances are he may would have made the team or at least made the practice squad, you know, which is, is pretty good money as well. But ultimately, maybe $600,000. Wow. That is stupid. All right. That, you know, we, we've heard some dumb stories. If you're going to do it, man, you better get it right. It's as simple as that. If you're going to break the rules, you better make damn sure you're going to break them without getting caught. And this guy could not do it without getting caught. That is just crazy. Just absolute. We've had some crazy things really happen. All right. The votes are in, and we've decided we're going to play the audio. It's uh, it's not great. Let me see if we have time here. Um, no, we don't have time. All right, we're gonna have. We'll do it after the break, though. But we're gonna play the audio. So stay on the line, listen in the uh, the audio of the guys breaking his knees. So that's next on Bagels and Bad Beats. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Try my disgusting bagel. Now, back to bagels and bad beats with Scott Wetzel. Set of Friday morning. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in 20 minutes past the hour, taking you right up until the top of the hour. 844-843-6879. I'll open up the phones here in a bit. So if you want to hop on board before the week is over, uh, do so now. All right, I sent out uh, you make the call as far as the audio is concerned. Do you want to hear the guy breaking his knees? Um, everyone that responded said yes. So with that, we are here for you. So if you get a little squeamish, then don't blame me. So it's not great audio. It really isn't. Uh, I don't know uh, if Chris, my producer, is going to play it. It goes about 35 seconds. Chris, you don't have to necessarily play the whole 35 if you want to fast forward it a little bit to about 20, but it, it doesn't matter. Uh, but here's the audio. It comes towards the end. You should be able to hear both his knees snap. So here you go. Here's the situation. I'll set it up real quickly. A weightlifter over in Russia. He holds the world's record. This is a uh, weightlifting uh, competition. He was trying to deadlift. About 800 pounds, um, you know, if you translate it over from uh, the uh, kilograms. His name is Alexander. Is everyone's name Alexander in Russia, by the way? Is, are, are there any, you know, either it's Alexei or Alexander, but Alexander Sedkia, 
S-E-D-Y-K-H, Sedkia, I don't know, at the World Raw Powerlifting Federation European Championships near Moscow earlier this month. He was able to lift it up, as I told you before, but then they went awry from there. This is how it sounds. He's lifted it out. Gotta love his shoulders. Where's the females? Early. There comes. Oh, uh, I, I again, I don't know how well that came out on on terrestrial radio, um, but I can hear it in my head. But you hear that crunching sound of just ooh, <laughs> that is. And then afterwards, right? Guy goes to the hospital. Uh, TMZ, God bless TMZ. They get the audio, uh, or at least they they get the quotes anyway. He fractured. I don't know how he only fractured, but he fractured both his knees. And he blew out his uh, his uh, tendons and everything else. The main thing is, he says, that I must lie motionless in bed for two days? No. Weeks? No. Months. He's got to lie in bed motionless, <laughs> motionless for two months. It'll take time to recuperate. I had my quadriceps re-sewn and my knees put back together. That's not fracturing knees. That you know, you know, you could say fracturing knees, but if you're putting your knees back together, they broke. And he needs to be able to uh, be taught how to walk again. I mean, how don't you learn how to walk? I mean, did you lose your memory? I mean, you know, I understand maybe physically. I guess that's what he's talking about. When, but when you say I need to be taught how to le- learn to walk again. It's kind of like, you know, uh, would you forget to put one foot forward in front of the other? Uh, he, he may, I don't know. But that's, wow. Um, can you, listen, my wife could handle that no problem. You know, they're just sitting there doing nothing for two months. And there's no doubt about that. that, that okay. But two months doing nothing, having your quadriceps re-sewn. I don't know how many more operations Maybe none. I kind of doubt that. I'm guessing he's going to have to go through a series of operations. Uh, he's as big as a house anyway. I mean, I, you know, you think about, you know, what he does to stay in shape if he's going to eat as much as he probably does and then not be able to walk around a little bit. This guy's going to be bigger than two houses and then have to learn how to walk. Oh, good. For what? For, for lifting 800 pounds? I mean, it's like climbing a mountain. There, there's certain things jumping out of airplanes. I, I, I just, uh, I've never been a thrill seeker. Never have. You know, my thrill seeking ended when I decided to get married. That, that, that was it. That was enough thrill in my life. You know, when I said I do, that meant I don't for everything else. I don't jump out of airplanes. I don't climb mountains. I don't climb cliffs. I don't lift 800 pounds for no particular reason. It, it just, it, it doesn't do anything for me. It, it just, it just doesn't. So, for this guy, he's screwed. He is screwed. All right, 844-843-6879. One guy who is not our good buddy, good LL, Andy in San Antonio checks in before we're through today. Andy, what's up, my friend? How are you? Scott Wessel, how you doing, buddy? How's everything going Uh, this morning for you? Pretty good. That's had some fun. We did a little sports today, but I, I like less sports, the better. You know, when we just touch on some of these other goofy topics, I have a better time, believe it or not, with my Red Sox being lousy and the, the Bruins losing. 
Um, you know, Celtics not playing yet. Uh, so anytime we can talk about powerlifting and broads and, and pissing away a half a million dollars, uh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I tell you what, man, that I, I did hear that video and yeah, just now and yeah, that 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 didn't sound good. I can't tell you that's <laughs> that that's gonna leave a mark. <laughs> that's gonna leave a mark. You know, I'm a, I love lifting weights. I'm like it. You know, I do like to lift weights, but I tell you what, I don't what's up with these dopes. Okay, you can lift weights and you can be strong. You can get fit. You can be healthy. But what makes you fit? What makes guys? What makes so many guys try to sit there and feel like they got to lift a freaking bar and sit and oh look what I did. You know, and I, I mean, I, when I was in my early 20s, you know, yeah, I'd get up there and do all that. I'd get up there and try to lift a bunch of eggs. That shit ain't good for your for your tendons. That stuff is not good for your for your tendons, for your muscles, but none of that stuff. I don't know what your back? these guys think about your like back. They think what, pick. Yeah. Think they would do it to your back, Andy, right? I mean, it's, it's got to kill your back. It's going to kill your back. It's going to kill your tendons, your knees, your joints. The body is not made to sit there and lift that much crazy weight. You know, and I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't get people that do. I don't get power lifters. I don't understand it. That world's strongest men. Let's go ahead and pick up a tree trunk that weighs 9,000 pounds 45 <laughs> times and raise our hands. Yay. You know, I mean, I know there's money into it, but I'm not, I don't care if they pay me money or not. I'm not going to kill myself and make it become a freaking vegetable for the next 35 years because I picked up a boulder that weighs 20 tons. You know, yeah. I mean, or, or dragging like a yeah. five ton truck with your teeth or your arms or, or spinning those, uh, flopping those yeah. big as a house. Yeah, what is that? Uh, you know, what? Yeah. Come on, Scott. You didn't wake up this morning and say, I want to pull an 18 wheeler with my teeth. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great <laughs> idea, don't it? <laughs> we can Lord. brush our teeth. I we don't... can brush our teeth, Andy, or we could pull an 18 wheeler with it. Which, which one, one do you want to do this morning? I think I'm going to go with the 18 that's wheeler. A, you know man, what, I'm, honey? Yeah, that's a hard subject. That's, screw it. I'm just going to sit there. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm still waiting for them to sit there and start pulling things with their dingus. Say, hey, let's see the strongest man do that. You know? Good yeah. Lord, <laughs> it's ignorant. <laughs> well, Scotty, I appreciate the week of shows. Fantastic, man, brother. You, I know you. I know you had a hellacious rig, man. You go enjoy your weekend, and yeah, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later on the podcast, brother. You got it. Andy. Appreciate that, bud. Appreciate that, Andy and San Antonio. Always fun to talk to. Eight four four eight four three six eight. Yeah, you imagine that you wake up this morning and you know roll over to the bed, side of the bed, and you know what do you think, honey? Should I should I brush my teeth or should I pull the eighteen wheeler with my teeth? Which one should I do right now? I'm not sure. Which one's a little more healthier, brushing and gargling with Listerine or pulling that uh, you know five ton truck in the backyard? I got to go with the backyard. What do you what do you think? You know, make some eggs and bacon. I'll be in about a half hour or so. And when I'm done pulling the uh, the tractor across the yard, my teeth, uh, you know, I'll sit down and have a couple of bacon eggs and, and maybe some toast, if you don't mind. A little cup of coffee. A little, little java with that as well, right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't know. You know, listen, there's got to be a better way to make a living. I know I got a terrific way, so I no complaints. But there's there's got to be a better way to make money than trying to lift, you know, almost a half a ton. And uh, looking like, uh, you know, I don't know what, um, a bowling ball with muscles sticking out of it. Uh, I, I don't know. Amazing. Hey, did you hear the latest from Joe Kelly? You know, podcast, you know, I think it all started with yours truly, my podcast. Uh, I'll take full credit. But podcasts of, the, of, of late have uh, been the norm just because, I suppose, with the coronavirus, more people doing it, including yours truly. You go to the website if you want to listen to mine. If this isn't enough for you, I don't know why it wouldn't be, but it, it, just in case. So Joe Kelly, you know, who's been the focus of the Houston Astros before the Oakland A's situation. Remember, it was Kelly with the Dodgers throwing at the Astros. 
him making his funny faces. He got suspended eight games. So he went on a podcast called The Big Swing with a teammate Ross Stripling, fellow pitcher of the Dodgers. Now, Kelly is out. He's on the IR, but he got suspended. But he was able to do this podcast, and he opened up a little bit. And whether you like him or not, um, as a Red Sox fan, since he was a you know long time, but he was with the Sox, won some World Series with them. I never knew him to have this kind of personality, being this crazy, to tell you the truth. But he explained why he got so upset with the Astros and was thrown at the Astros, even though when the cheating occurred in 2017, he wasn't on it yet, uh, the Dodgers. He was actually on the Red Sox. Um, but he did explain it. Here's what he said on the uh, the Big Swing podcast with Russ Trippin. From what I know is it goes down like this. Major League Baseball does an investigation, and they want people to snitch. So the only way to get people to rat and be a narc is by saying, we won't punish the players. We'll give you an immunity to rat people out. And so the people that took the fall for what happened is nonsense. Yes, everyone's involved. But the way that thing was ran over there was not from coaching staff. It was ran with coaching staff, yes, don't get me wrong. But they're not, they're not the head boss in charge of that thing. It's the players. So now the players get the immunity, and all they do is go snitch like a little bitch, and they don't have to get fined. They don't have to lose games. They take the livelihood from people who worked hard to become a manager and axed. They take the livelihood from people who work hard to become a GM, axed. So what happened is you get people to snitch and become a rat, and the people who could afford to lose money get immunity. The people who afford to get their names tainted get immunity. The people who don't fight, and I'm very passionate about this because I played for a manager. His name's Alex Cora. And this guy lost his job. Uh, he's got a daughter. Uh, went to school out here. Um, all this goes down. Everything goes down on Alex Cora, which people knew the real story would actually hate the players even more. I mean, this guy had to go back to Puerto Rico, where he's from. Daughter's taken out of junior high from American schools because just getting verbally abused. Say, hey, dad's a cheater. Da, da, da. So the people that ratted on him, and Alex Cora's a great dude. He's been a great baseball player, great manager, baseball smart. He's got an older brother. He's got a dad. They're all baseball. And now Alex Cora's sitting in Puerto Rico with his family, and I'm sure he still gets But the problem with that with me is that you get immunity, and then you rat like a little bitch. That's the problem I have. And I All right. There you go. Um, listen. I understand what he's saying, and I agree. You know, to be a rat, that, that that's not cool, unless it's something really, really serious. But I blame the players. I do. I'm always going to go back to the fact that the Houston Astros were banging on garbage pail lids so the whole world could hear. You could hear it on the audio when you replay it back. You could hear it, whether you're in the stands, whether you're watching on TV whether you're playing the field, whether the umpires, the whole world had to know what the fudge was going on, and no one stood up and, and yelled and screamed about it. They they didn't, at least not loud enough for Major League Baseball to react. So, uh, I, you know what? You don't like them to, re, to, to, uh, to rat out. I get that, and I feel bad for Core and some of the others. But that's the only way baseball was going to get its story. It's as simple as that. It, it would have been a non-story, and it would have continued forever and ever and ever. And it doesn't sound like he's necessarily pissed off that they were cheating. It sounds like he was pissed off that the players didn't get any 
trouble, but they did. You know, maybe not monetarily, but they got ridiculed and they've been getting ridiculed up and down in the media to the point where, you know, fans are not even really counting that as a World Series win. So that's punishment in itself. Maybe not like the coaches. I get that, but, um, you know, I think he was out of line ultimately overall. So I'm shop next with some winners here. Thank you sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com now back to bagels and bad beats with scott wetzel Back. All right, let's throw a couple of stories at you, as we always do. We didn't have time to delve into too much. First up, the uh, Seattle Seahawks, uh, a lot in the news, still reportedly interested in Javion Clowney and or Clay Matthews. Bills left tackle Deion Dawkins signs a four-year extension worth $60 million, $34 million guaranteed. Aaron Rodgers ripping the four-letter network, which is a beautiful thing, saying uh, it's really low-class journalism. Some of the headlines that get put on some of these articles that have nothing to do with what actually is being written content-wise in the article, I think it's poor journalism. I think it's a total lack of integrity. Ooh. Uh, how about Zach Plesak of the Cleveland Indians ripping the media yesterday as well, sent out a six-minute Instagram saying the media is terrible, man. They do some evil things to create stories and make things sound better and make things sound even worse. Uh, um, bad teammates, they're making us look like him and uh, Clevenger. Bad people and dragged across the mud because of the media. Well, you know, forgetting the fact that, oh, by the way, he had a teammate and a manager call him out as well. But you know, why blame them when you can blame the media for everything else? As for Aaron Rodgers, well, listen, I'll stick up for him. Why not? Uh, our reports yesterday, I told you Red Sox lose, Nats lose. You come up with winners there. Three and four over-unders with the NBA, so still 11 more overs than unders. One more gay regular season basketball before the playoffs start. Uh, two and two with the over-unders in hockey. So still a solid 12 games, more unders than overs there. Our uh, play of the day, we're going to go to the NHL. Gave you a winner yesterday. Going to go hop right back on it. I think St. Louis and Vancouver, that's uh, one of the three games that have over-unders at five and a half. I'm going to go under in that one. You may have to lay a minus uh, buck 35 or so. But uh, 6.30 Eastern time start, under six and a half, or under five and a half, St. Louis and Vancouver. Uh, is our play of the day. So, hey, great job by all the listeners and the phone calls. I do enjoy it with uh, the back and forth, whether it's with tweets and emails. I generally get to all that stuff. If I don't get it towards the show, join us on our website, oppositepicks.com. You hit the contact Scott icon, fire away. Have a great, most importantly, profitable weekend, and we'll talk to you next Monday right here at Bagels and Bad Beats. Scott Lutz, you say. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.